Hello, hello everyone. Shua Allegra here with the Shua Allegra podcast. If you've been following me um, this year, the past you know, month or two, probably we've been, I've been inviting some of the people that I love and admire and that I respect a lot for what they do and who they are just as individuals. So today's no difference. And I have a very good friend of mine here, Michelle, and I'll give her a chance to introduce herself. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to join your podcast, Shu. I really appreciate it. You know, you and I have known each other for a little while now and shared a lot of conversation. So I'm really honored to be here and to meet your audience here. So I am an integrative pharmacist um, and most people are kind of unsure as to what that really means. So uh, just to help you understand what that means. I'm a pharmacist by training. I went through traditional pharmacy school training, uh, clinical rotations, etc. Um, and then over the years through my own work experience, I started kind of moving away from traditional medicine. And it kind of is a little counterintuitive for most people in that I really am trying to say no to prescription medications and getting people to look at other options and alternatives that they can use to help their body and support their body in more natural ways. Now, that's not to say, of course, that prescription medications don't have a role. They definitely have a role, especially in the day and age that we're living in right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic with the coronavirus. Um, but for other everyday issues, especially when we're looking at chronic diseases, there are things that we can do that's in the natural healing world and also alternative modalities that people kind of don't think about when they're talking about alternative medicine. So as an integrative pharmacist, I really kind of blend those two worlds of basically East meets West of recognizing there is a place when we need traditional medication. And there is also a place where we can use other options to help support our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Cause I don't think until I met you, I didn't know that such a term existed. Like I knew pharmacists, I knew people did holistic medicine. I never saw anybody, you know, integrate the two. So it's been, you know, I, I've been learning for some of the things that you post and just knowing you personally. So, yeah. And I think my first question would be, you know, what, what was that shift for you from going from, you know, traditional pharmacist, you know, you went through all the rotation, all the education, all the years of learning that's required and realizing, hey, there's more here. There's something better or there's a different way of doing that would be both beneficial to our bodies. Like, what was that shift for you? Actually, I spent 20 years in long-term care. I actually have a board certification in geriatric pharmacy. So it was during that time when I was working with the sickest of the sick, the frailest elderly that are in nursing homes, that I was starting to get really frustrated with the number of medications that these very sick individuals were taking, especially when I looked at what those medications were for. When, when I say a lot of medications, I'm talking about at least 12 to 25 medications every single day, not just whenever they needed it, but scheduled every single day that they were taking these 25 different medications. And I looked at what those medications were being used for, and it was really for chronic diseases, things that are a result oftentimes of lifestyle choices that they made early on. And maybe, you know, they grew up in a different time. They didn't have the same knowledge, the same outlook 
as to you know what is it to mean to be healthy as we do these days where exercise and diet are so much in the forefront of people's um, minds. So you know it, I'm not saying that they're to blame, but I'm just saying that that was my first aha moment of what's really going on here. And that's when I started looking at how we could kind of prevent a lot of these chronic illnesses from occurring and making those different changes. And I actually started down the pathway of exercise and diet. And I actually went on to some training and got some certifications in that um, arena to help people just get healthier by moving their bodies and making different food choices. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's so true that like you think like you say the sick of the sickest, you know, and people of chronic, even not just the elder. I think about if you look at my list of physical diagnoses alone, or diagnoses alone, you're like, oh my goodness, how are you still living? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I have people who like, doctors haven't met me yet. Like, yo, I'll be waiting maybe because my regular doctor's not there or whatever, and then it's a new physician. They'll be like, oh, uh, and you can just see in their faces like how they're shocked that you know it's me sitting in front of them because on paper I look like I'm on my deathbed um but then it, it it's sad like those of us who have all those chronic illnesses one many of them could have been prevented and two some of them have been caused by some previous treatments that we received all this medicine yes they give you one meds and then it costs you know 10 you know maybe not 10 is you no know, it's too many but you know one two or three some you no know, side effects and then mm -hmm. those side effects become a new, create a novel condition, mm -hmm. you know, and then they give a novel medication to treat that. And so it's like, oh my goodness, yeah. I, and for me, it was like one of those things like, okay, this is not working. And I always been one, one of those people who don't like taking meds. I just naturally, I just don't like it. Like I don't mind taking the pill if I have to, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm a very bad patient. I cannot <laughs> stay on task of taking something every single day at the same time. And honest, I'm, I'm not good with that. So because of that, I'm like, there has to be a different way. I can't stand those side effects. I think when first I started like with migraines, I had migraines for years and they were debilitating. And then they'll give one medication that literally knocks me out. I'm like, I have kids at home. I can't be able to, I can't be present with my kids because the medication that takes the headache away literally debilitates me more than the headache itself. Like, mm. This is not working. So that's how I still looking into natural stuff. I know. And and it's been such a life change. Even after a stroke, like people didn't expect me to do as well. Like first they thought I'd do well because I was young, but then seeing how my body wasn't doing what they expected to do, they're like, oh, you won't be able to do much with your life because of all those things are all these additional diagnoses now. And then look at me, like I'm here, you know, and it's because of what I've learned from natural medicine and being able to integrate the two. Like you said, it's there's nothing wrong with taking, you know, pharmaceutical if when you need it, if you need it. But I don't think that's the only thing, you know. So, yeah. So, I guess now kind of shifting gears a little bit, you know, right now with this pandemic and we're all, you know, uh, stuck at home and, you know, you're still working and appreciate, we're grateful for you and, you know, over health um, professionals who are still going to work and, you know, being there for all of us. Now, people right now, we're all, all of us, in addition to washing our hands and, you know, cleaning our surfaces, we're all trying to do, um, anything we can to kind of boost your immune system. Mm -hmm. And when, even when you think about it, I don't think there's any good from pharmaceutical that helps you boost your immune system. Like all the things I know are natural <laughs> remedies. So like, can you speak a little bit on that? Like, you know, is there such a good combination of that or should we just stick to the natural remedies? And if, if so, what are those good natural remedies that we can, um, we can you know, tap into during this time? 
Yeah, well, I mean, we're in the middle of a very unusual situation at the moment, but if you step back and you look at it from a bigger picture of, there's a virus going around. What would we normally do when the yearly flu comes around? How do we normally keep ourselves healthy? And that's really been my own personal approach to the current situation that we're in. And so there's a lot that we can do just to boost our immune system. And the, the very first easiest step is rest. You know, it's a lot easier now in some ways because we're not in the hustle and bustle of what I was, what's our normal everyday life, you know, where most of um, the population is at home and they don't have to shuttle their kids if they've got kids from place to place. If they are a business person and they're usually traveling, they don't need to do that. So it's really a good opportunity for everybody to just really take advantage of resting and allowing your body's stress level to come down. Because when we're at a heightened state of stress constantly, our body never has an opportunity to heal. And we don't feel that on a daily basis, but if you look biochemically, what's going on in the, the um, hormones that are circulating, it's really not healthy for us. And it's why I think we all know that you know when we're stressed out, we tend to get sick more. And that's the reason why is because our body just can't handle all of the constant stresses. And then if you add a virus on top of it, mm -hmm. it's just like, I can't do it. Something's right. got to give. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the most basic thing is, you know, just resting plenty of sleep, you know, take advantage of the time now that you have that you can get that eight hours of sleep, you know, turn off the phones, turn off the television, read a book and go to bed. <laughs> that's it. And then the other thing it, hydrating, lots of water, which is common sense. We tell people to do that on a regular basis. It's just part of, you know, nurturing your body so that we stay hydrated. And then another portion about that is just paying attention to your overall gut health. Mm -hmm. And I, this is like a whole separate topic of conversation, but many people are now aware of how important our gut is to our overall health, especially our mental health. Yes. But our gut is also really important for boosting our immune system. So let's make sure that we have a healthy gut. Let's make sure that we don't have a leaky gut. And like I said, it's a whole nother separate conversation and things that you can do to help heal your gut and keep it healthy is um, eliminating irritants like gluten and sugar and dairy and taking a probiotic, increasing the amount of fermented foods that you're, that you're eating. So there's other little things that you can do to help you know, keep your, your gut really, really healthy. But in terms of other natural remedies and things that I have been suggesting to people, garlic is a natural um, antimicrobial. It's, mm. But you need to have it raw. It needs to be minced and you need to eat it immediately. <laughs> so I don't know about you. There are very so there are very few people that can actually just, you know, take a clove of garlic and chomp on it and say, yeah, this is fine. I mean, your family and friends will be just like, stay away from me. But <laughs> So I actually try to incorporate it more into our food. So recently I just made a batch of hummus. Really easy to make um, in my food processor. We eat it all up or guacamole. That's a family favorite. My family loves guacamole. Throw in a couple of cloves of garlic. Nobody really realizes that it's in there, but it helps boost your immune system. So there's a lot of natural foods that we can consume as part of our diet that's considered natural medicine, but we don't think of it that way. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm just seeing like, like, yeah, some of the things that we take for granted, you know, and like even with rest, I, as you're speaking, it made me think about just myself recently, you know, I mean, you told me you are now friends on Facebook, so you kind of see the things that I, I post on the personal level, you know, I was in and out urgent care, you know, in the hospitals, and then end up to actually have an MRI of my spine, and here I actually have a degenerative disc that obviously, you know, you're a health professional, you know, that's been there forever, you know, it didn't just happen overnight, but it was there and didn't really bother me so much until recently, because again, the, the, the busy and hustle, right, I'm up and getting the kids ready, and I'm driving left and right, and doing everything that I have to do, so I was constantly stressing that disc even more, and the past few weeks, it was like, I, I couldn't even walk, the day I ended up at urgent care, I was Literally, even with my walker, I was like, I could never walk. And the pain would just go down my leg, make even my mobility issue even worse. Mm -hmm. And this, so I was scheduled to actually go get a, um, an injection. And then because of the virus, I'm like, I'll just wait. I didn't do anything differently. But till this week, yes, I can tell that you know, my, there's something going on with my back, but it's so tolerable. Like, I don't, I can manage that. You know, it's discomfort and it's not pain. So, and the only thing I did different, differently was rest, right? I'm not driving left and right. I'm not, you know, moving all the stuff I have to do during the day, taking care of the kids. I'm still taking care of them here, but it's not all the transport that I have to do. All of that, just giving my, my body the rest that it needs mm -hmm. made a big difference in this, the spinal, you know, issue that I have. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get the injection yet, but I'm like, well, I guess this is, a, you know, not that I will, I don't know if I'll, I'll probably still take the injection later on, but like right now, this is, helping you know manage this and it's not you know this debilitating you know pain that I, i've been having so rest does go a long way and mm -hmm. i was thinking also with food like I, i'm just like I, i've been trying to incorporate more of those healthy you know um, natural medicine as you call it into our diet mm -hmm. so i have a lot of inflammatory stuff going on as well and you know, and turmeric was one of the things that I discovered help with that. But I'm not the one. Some people actually have a friend who say, well, you get a little, you do a shot of turmeric. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> so she wakes up every morning, puts a little cup in the turmeric, I think the two teaspoons with, um, I think the vinegar and lemon and lime, actually lime juice. And then she drinks it quickly. I'm like, oh, I can't, the taste is thinking about it. It makes me want to puke. And I think about my heartburn. I'm like, this is going to be a problem. But then I start incorporating it into my food mm -hmm. and I'll cook a stew and put turmeric. I'll cook vegetables, you know, and my kids don't even know it's in there. We're all eating it. And that's one more thing. Like I stopped taking my anti-inflammatory medicine. I stopped taking my muscle relaxers because I'm just eating more turmeric in my diet, you know, and it's like, it's my body functions better. So mm -hmm. there's thing, I think sometimes we think that it's, you know, taking care of a body has to be this big, yes, sometimes we have to make these drastic changes, but I think the changes that matter the most are those small changes that we make every single day mm -hmm. and turn, turn that into lifestyle. And that thing, you know, for myself, that's what helps me the most. So thank you for, you know, so much for sharing that. And, um, I want you just you know, to close up this section, this segment here to show how can people connect with you if we want, you know, I know I want more information about all this natural medicine stuff. You know, if you have any resources that you can mention here and maybe can, we can share links in the description of the show as well. Yeah, I mean, you can, the best way to find me is um, through Facebook. I'm pretty active on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook page called Dr. Michelle Coupage. So just type that in there and I should pop up. Um, and then people can also find me on, on my website. It's michelle-page, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-page.com. 
and there's different articles that I've written over the years about just natural medicine and healing. Um, but really, I'm probably most active on Facebook and even Instagram. You can find me under the same name of Dr. Michelle Coupage. Well, thank you so much. We'll definitely, you know, post those links as well in the description. Um, and yeah, I know personally, I'll be checking out <laughs> those resources, you know, and that's some of the blogs, your blogs that I've, I've read in the past. It's just been so informative. And I like, not only I like your style of writing, but it makes it for those of us who are not medical professional per se, it makes it so easy to understand and implement, you know. And then as you're talking about the gut health, I'm like, we have to do a whole sec segment on that, you know, probably later on, because I've been more and more interested in gut health from the mental health perspective, seeing in myself and my kids and my clients, how it's been impacting all of us. And yes, we take those probiotics every single day, because I know when we don't take it, <laughs> somebody's not having a good day. It makes a big difference. But thank you so much for being here again. And um, like I said, people, you know, everyone, please check out links and make sure you keep, you know, start or continue to take care of yourself from the inside out. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me, Shu.